94.3 WYBC, the rhythm of the city. I'm Juan Castillo, and this is the Electric Drum. Now, it's my pleasure this morning for me to have Emily Bastian. Uh, she's seven years old, and she's an author. And uh, you know how important it is uh, for parents and for young people to read. Uh, reading is so important. And she wrote this book, and I have her in the studio along with her mom, uh, Bridget Bastian. How you doing, Mom? Doing great. Wonderful. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> how you doing? So how you doing, Emily? Good. Very good. Very good. So, uh, okay. So, so you wrote this book, Aqua Tales. But tell us about, you know, did you like reading? I mean, early on, you know, at, when you were in your younger days. <laughs> tell us about your reading habits. I loved reading, and the more I read, the more I got better on it, and the more. I read, the more I could understand the book, and the more I enjoyed it. Wonderful, wonderful. So, uh, so Mom, tell us, tell us about, you know, uh, her early years, you know, in terms of, like, you know, how did you get her to read, and, you know, was it a combination of you and the school? Tell us about that. It was definitely a combination. So, Emily started reading when she was about four years old. Yes. And she started writing at the age of six. So, even though people say, wow, you're seven and you publish a book, it's been about a year and a half work in progress for her to finish the book. And we read with our both our girls every night. And... It's, I think it's just a natural passion. Sometimes we have family members over, we're trying to find her, and she'll be in a corner reading a book all by herself. And we're like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I love this book. So I think it's just her natural passion and art, and we try to develop it. She started writing her stories during aftercare with the support of her teachers mm -hmm. at the Whitenville Christian School, and they help her spell words and draw pictures. So it's been a village. Let's just say a village raised this child. It's been a village effort. Right. That's wonderful and wonderful. So Emily, so tell me, uh, what are some of your what were some of your favorite books before you wrote your book? Was there any one sh one book that you liked a lot? Um, I really at my school there's a, this book called Ranger in Time, and I really enjoy those books. And now I am trying to. I'm enjoying a different book. It's called A to Z Mysteries. Okay. The reason I stopped reading the Ranger books because there, there, I read all the Ranger books, so I need to wait till next spring so the next one comes out. Wonderful. So obviously, you, you know, one of your favorite things to do is to read. Is to read. Right. Right. But what else do you like to do? All right. What does a seven-year-old like to do besides reading? Because I know your sister likes to do a lot of different <laughs> things. So talk about that a little bit. I like doing hopscotch a lot, and I like jump roping. I like doing sports. I like coloring. Okay. I like spending time with my friends, and I like spending time with my family. Oh. And swimming. That's wonderful. And uh, and you like going to church, too, right? Right. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Okay, so, uh, so Mom, uh, what, how did you approach her or did she approach you in terms of writing this book? She approached me. Interestingly enough, she was writing all these stories and bringing them home almost on a weekly basis. So we had a stack of stories in the house, in the basement, all over the place. One morning, we were going to school, and they were watching their video, and out of the blue, she's like, Mommy, when I get older, I'm going to be a famous author. And one, I literally had goosebumps. And I turned to her and said, Baby, I think you just prophesied. And she's like, What's that? And I said, Don't worry about it. I'm going to do whatever I can to help you accomplish that goal. 
And fast forward, I dropped them off, went to work. And when I was in the parking lot, a little voice said, hmm, so you said you're going to do everything to help her, right? So I called my husband. I was like, baby, can you gather all her stories? <laughs> and then when she came home, I was like, honey, you have a lot of stories. Why don't you choose your favorite 10 and we'll put them together in a book and that's how it happened so these are stories that she made up herself these are stories she made up herself great that's wonderful so uh so let's talk about aqua tales right stories about kids solving problems right so can we talk a little bit about one of these stories uh that might be maybe maybe not your favorite but just one of them you want to pick one all right this is a beautiful book too i mean uh and while she decides that, I want to I want to call out her younger cousins. Okay. actually did the illustration. So Jeffrey Price and Isaiah Michael, twelve and fourteen, did the illustration. So really oh. talented kids. Wow, that's fantastic! And she's got quite a few stories here. You found one? Okay. So I want to want to we read it? Let's read it. Let's 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 let let's let the uh, the audience uh, hear hear this particular story. This story is called Talk Mouth. Molly loved to talk. She talked about hopscotch. She talked about her sister moving to another grade. She talked about her hairstyle. She talked about her new baby doll. She talked about everything. And she talked all the time. Her friend Scarlett did not like Molly's talk mouth. During class, Scarlett could not finish her math because Molly kept on talking. At recess, Molly's talk mouth became louder and louder. She was yelling and screaming and pretending to cry. The recess teachers ran over to the girls when they heard Molly screaming. They looked over her, but they looked at her, but there was no tears in her eyes. Molly asked the teachers, "Why did you come over here?" They said, "They said you're screaming, and we thought you needed our help." Molly said, smiled, and said. I'm just talking like I usually do. Molly got in big trouble when the re- when the teachers realized that she was playing around. The recess teachers told Molly's math teacher all about Molly's talk math. The math teacher said, "I know the perfect solution. My son Trevor was once like Molly. He also had a talk math. He would talk about everything. He's much older now." He only speaks when he needs to, and he no longer screams for no reason, no reason at all. The math teacher emailed Molly's parents, told them about the problem, and shared his solution. They agreed that something had to be done to fix Molly's talk mouth. When Molly went home, her mom said, "We have a problem we ha- that we have to fix." Her dad told Molly that she could not talk for ten minutes. They, t- they timed her as she sat sadly on her chair, watching the clock. Even though Molly could not c- talk, she was making a list in her head of all the things she would say once her time was up. Ten minutes took forever. Molly had to sit down and watch the clock's hands move very slowly from one second to another. Molly soon became na- mad because she, because she did, did not realize why she was being punished by her parents. All her friends talked a lot, but everyone was picking on her. When it was time for bed, Ma explained why she had to sit silently for such a long time. Mom said, You're talking during, during class. 
when the teacher is trying to teach. You prevent your kid from getting their work done. You yell and th- scream, scream during recess, which is not good. Her mom's words did not make Molly feel any better, and she wanted to scream, but instead she became very quiet, even after her mom stopped talking to her. Her mom was surprised that Molly did not start talking at the moment she had the chance. After a few moments, Molly asked, Is it that easy to be quiet? Mom said, Yes, and it's important to listen as much as you talk. If your talk must never stop, you'll never hear what others are trying to say to you. Molly understood what her mom was trying to say to her. She went back to school the next day and tried very hard to only talk when she needed to during class. During recess, she played and laughed with her friends, but her talk mouth was not loud. The teacher was surprised and happy with Molly. They told Molly they were proud of her. Finally, she had control over her talk mouth. Wow, that's fantastic. Oh, that's great. You did a wonderful job. So you've got other stories similar to this story. Uh, this is fantastic. So now, how, so mom, how can folks uh, get in contact, you know, with you, and also how to buy the book? So the book is available on Amazon and via Kindle for those who like to swipe versus turning pages. Yes. And then Emily has a Facebook page. It's Emily V is in Victor Bastion, and she also have a website which is also Emily V Bastion. Uh, you can Google her; she'll pop up. We recently, they did a spotlight on her in the Boston Globe. So if you search for Boston Globe and Emily Bastion, you'll also pop up her information. Right. That's fantastic. So, Emily, tell me, uh, you asked your mom about uh, about the fact that you wanted to be an author. Now you're an author. So as you grow older, is this something you're going to continue to do? I'm going to start reading more and writing more. <laughs> That's that's fantastic, and and I'm and I'm quite sure that you know you you also do you find that some of the kids at your school because you're reading more now they're starting to do that too. Yes, and they're also thinking that's very cool. I want to starting to write and make a story too. Oh, that is great. Well, we are so very proud of you. Uh, you know, Christmas is next week, uh, so are you asking for a book? <laughs> what what's on your list? I don't really have a list. Okay. Because I'm preparing for two lists. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming. You're a great inspiration to our community and to all young people. And uh, our future is in, is in good hands with young people like you. And we, are, we thank you so much. And we're very proud. So I want you to come back again when you write your next book. All right? So we can get the community to know and to support you. Thank you. All right. All right? Very good. Mom, thank you so much for bringing her. Uh, this is this is fantastic. What a, what a great Christmas gift to the, uh, to the community. We really thank you. It's been a blessing. So thank you for the opportunity to share her story and her book. Absolutely. Juan Castillo with you. Wow. I know you've been blessed this morning. I know I have. Uh, what a great way to get the uh, holiday season started with Emily Bastion. And make sure that you get her book, Aqua Tales, A Children's story uh collection of us of stories and again where can she find that mom that book is available on amazon and also via kindle wonderful this is one castillo this is the electric drum on 94.3 wybc have a great week we're going to be off next week uh but in fact uh, everyone have a happy happy holidays and we'll see you when i get back